And a man that is long overdue to make an appearance on the Radio Sport Breakfast is Paul Allison, our caller from Dunedin. How are you, Paulie? G'day, guys. Yep, it's fantastic in the deep south, and we always have holidays down here. It's called the Ben Smith Day. Um, yes. He, it's every day of the week, just about. He is our favourite son, and he's in action again tonight. Is it his birthday today? Is it? Did we establish, we establish that? Are you, you bringing him along some sort of present tonight there, Paul? Yeah, well, he's he's one of the few that's been born and bred in this part of the country. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a great way for him to celebrate it. I think um, I haven't got the stats in front of me. I, I think from memory he was born... Yeah, what was it, 1986? Does that sound about right? It sounds like he's 32. Yeah, we'll go with that. I like that. That's that. good. But he's, man, what a, what a player he is. Um, has been absolutely incredible for you guys. All right. I mean, as we know, it's always a good fast track in there. So, uh, hopes and dreams for tonight. How you feel about the Highlanders? Well, if you look at the history books, it does suggest that the game will be close. Ever since 2008, since the Hurricanes have ventured south, They've never left with a win or a loss more than seven points. So that's how close it's been uh, in the last 10 years. And so I would think that uh, history probably gives a bit of an indication that that should be close again tonight. You've got two very good teams indeed. I think this is the best Highlanders lineup they've put on the field in 2018, and they haven't been complete so far this year. They'll be aware of that. They've scratched away in a few games. They've looked good in parts and patches, but they just haven't really put the whole um, the whole 80 minutes together. Now, they'll be looking for a much more complete performance than what they've shown in recent weeks. They had that bad performance against the Waratahs, who played exceptionally well. They got a scratchy win against the Reds. Um, the Hurricanes will be licking their wounds against that, uh, that match in the wet in Christchurch last week, which is never easy. Um, but they have probably got the, um, the best loose forward trios in the country. They've probably got the best back three in the country and the best inside backs in the country. So there's some wonderful matchups. Um, I don't know how this game is going to go. I think it will be very close indeed. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Highlanders sneak through on top against all the odds because they are uh, very much the underdogs, particularly on the TAB. Mm. They, uh, yeah, it's interesting when you mentioned the uh, the loose forwards. I'm having a look there. Luke Whitelock, Dylan Hunt, Liam Squire. There's three All Blacks. And you've got another All Black on the bench there as well. Uh, Shannon Frizzell that can come out yeah. and, and have a run there. That's um, and, right. uh, Elliot and, Dixon. And Elliot Dixon. So yeah. you, they've, they've named two specialist loose forwards yes. on the bench, which indicates to me that they're going to play an up pace sort of game. Luke mm. Whitelock can go into the locking berth if he needs to, if uh, there's an injury there. Uh, so they've got a, they've got a very good bench, the Highlanders, and uh, that may well prove a, a key factor. Um, we know that the Hurricanes have got plenty of talent in the back line, probably the best back line of any team in the competition, but don't underestimate this Highlander side. They will, they will um, be ready to take on the Hurricanes, and they know that if they can get this game under their belt, um, they've still got, as most teams in the New Zealand Conference have, they've still got another couple of New Zealand Conference teams to play, the Chiefs in Fiji uh, and the Crusaders in Christchurch, but this will just give them a lot of confidence going into the break, but how it's going to go, it's anyone's guess. Have you managed to say to the uh, to sit down the, the coaches and go, you need me in Fiji? Have you managed to do that one yet? <laughs> it's not the coaches that need me. It's, me. it's Radio Sport. I yeah. need to talk to Malcolm Jordan or someone, don't I? He said, uh, don't think it's going to happen. Oh, come on, Milk. Gee, he'd, he'd have himself up there, I'll tell you that. That'll be it. All of a sudden, it'll be commentary from Fiji Live with Malcolm Jordan, and you'll be going, oh, really? here we go. Hey, uh, I'm very excited about the return of a man who's very dear to my heart, the Barracuda, Richard Buckman. Uh, good to have him just finally see his name on a team sheet again. Yeah, he's a he's a key player uh, in the side, um, and he has been sort of sorely missed. But in saying that, 
the Highlanders have done very well in midfield with Walden and Thompson uh, covering that really well this year. But he can fit in anywhere. And uh, I know Jamie Joseph uh, really rated him highly, and I'm sure Aaron Major and the rest of the coaching crew do as well. Um, they said he never plays a bad game, and he's just that sort of 100% uh, secure man that you need somewhere. Uh, he'll get some game time. He came on last week against the Reds, um, and he's been a pretty much a, a key part of the, the Highlanders' makeup. He was very instrumental in that in that uh, season-winning victory in 2015, um, but we haven't seen enough of him in recent times. And uh, yeah, he, he's a he's a he's a great um, greatly loved guy in the deep south. Richard Buckman, very understated, but hardly makes a mistake on the rugby field. Paul Allison, who's been calling Otago rugby games and Highlanders games for a long time for Radio Sport, he's got the game tonight, of course, with the Highlanders at home to the Canes. Hey, Paul, has Aaron Major alongside Mark Hammett just essentially taken what Tony Brown and Jamie Joseph did and run? with it or have you detected them doing things slightly differently this season? I think they've probably had a little bit of their own flavour into things. Not much. I mean, it's been a good legacy that Tony Brown, Jamie Joseph left, and also a squad that was pretty well secure. There's not that many new faces. There's a few, but not a lot. You've still got your key core players uh, in the mix. Uh, I noticed in the first three or four games when they played at home uh, that they ran the ball a lot more inside their own half than what they had done traditionally. The last couple of seasons, we noticed the Highlanders kicking the ball from inside their own half, putting the ball down on the opposition's uh, territory, and then putting some real pressure on. They've tended to run it a little bit more this year, um, and I don't know if they've been as I said, quite as complete that they are building, and I think building relatively well, but they've, they've played better at home. I mean, we, we talk about um, teams that uh, the depth of squad that they've got to have on the road. Uh, the Highlanders haven't performed that well away this year. They've been a sort of a mixed bag. They've lost one in South Africa. They've lost one in Australia. Uh, they've lost to the Chiefs and the Hurricanes on the road this year, but they haven't lost at home for 12 consecutive matches. It goes back to the 4th of March 2017 when they got beaten by the Crusaders. You might recall it was that uh, win where they were, uh, well, they were about to have a win. Though. I oh, think they the led 27-6 yes, yes. at, at one stage, and then Fekitawa got a yellow card about four or five minutes from the end, and uh, they lost 30-27. to 27. That was the last loss that the Highlanders have had at home. So it's a long time between drinks. They'll be wanting to keep that record going. And my nickname for Forsyth Bar Stadium is the Fortress. There we go. Lovely. There it is. Well, it's the, uh, the fortress that's uh, nice to be inside of, and uh, you can head along there tonight. They're good folks uh, of the deep and south and have a good time. Hey, Paulie, yep. Craig Cummings buying you lunch this afternoon. Yeah, is that good, right? Good one. He, he told me that I'm in there to chew the fat. I don't know if he's bought a pig in there or one of these cows that are being sorted. I'm not sure what he's, <laughs> what he's talking about in relation to that. I might need something for lunch because there's 15,500 tickets sold uh, mid-afternoon yesterday, that's before um, the tickets and sales are going to continue right through to kick-off. Mm. Plus, you've also got a uh, walk-up crowd. So probably eighteen to 20,000 there tonight, which will be pretty close to capacity. Good stuff. We look forward to it. Uh, Paul Allison on the Hell Pizza Big Fat Chew this afternoon with Craig coming between 2 and 3. Sid is covering for Daniel McCarty.